Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk where we'll be discussing the ethical dilemma that reporters face whilst covering the ongoing refugee crisis. When Simon Shuster, a reporter at Time magazine, visited the Edomani camp in northern Greece earlier this year, he was shocked to find over 12,000 refugees living in abysmal conditions. After days of heavy rain and thunderstorms, the makeshift camp, which is in a former cornfield, was flooded along with the muddy tents they were sleeping in. Shuster went to the camp to produce a video for his publication, documenting the harsh realities of one of the families stuck in the camp hoping to get to Europe. In the video, a 13-year-old tells of her daily struggles, praying that the border to Macedonia will open so she can meet with her mother that had already been able to cross to get to Holland before the border slammed shut. We'd heard some rumours that day of a demonstration that the refugees were planning at noon. Demonstrations there calling for the borders to open happen on a daily basis, so I wasn't too surprised, but the refugees seemed to suggest that this was something special. Organizers for the demonstration were going around the previous night getting people together. Right at noon, we were working on the video, and we saw the migrants actually march out of the camp in a big column. They, they got together in the middle and, and Several hundred of them marched out of the camp into the village of Idomeni and up into the hills. So we set aside our video project and, and decided to follow them, as did a few dozen journalists who were at the camp. We marched with them, and I was kind of gathering information literally as we went, talking to people. It was very lucky for me that that day I had um, the help of an Arabic-English translator who was absolutely, you know, priceless in terms of uh, helping me understand the situation, what was going on, what prompted the march, how how people felt about it, what the plan was, where they were going, and so on. So I was able to interview people in, in Arabic with whom I otherwise wouldn't have been able to really talk in detail. So what do you do as a journalist when covering such horrendous events in situations where you need to send regular reports back to your organisation but are ethically driven to physically help those around you as much as you can? Can you do both? Should you do both? Well, the refugee crisis has seen reporters surrounded by little children crying, the elderly with no blankets to keep them warm, and families with not enough food, which of course makes it difficult for reporters who want to help but are simultaneously under deadline. Shuster travelled with the migrants at Edomani to capture their march towards the Macedonian border. He found himself putting his job to one side at one moment while he helped those around him get through the journey where hundreds of refugees had to cross a treacherous river. I didn't see this coming. I, I, had, not, I had not been warned. And I think a lot of the refugees also did not expect to have to ford a river as part of this thing. So there was you know, a moment of hesitation. But of course, when you're reporting a story, you're not just going to turn back and say, nah, I didn't want to get my feet wet. Me and my um, translator kind of looked at each other and shrugged and, and took off our shoes and went through the river. There was a point when we got to the other side when the danger of this kind of sunk in. For a while, I kind of set aside the work of recording and uh, was just helping people to safety, essentially pulling them pulling them up to the bank of the river and you know helping the, the kids who were being carried across and helping the women. It was obviously very emotional for the the refugees, um, there were many families there, and there were numerous scenes that were really painful to watch of 
mothers essentially explaining to their uh, husbands that, are you crazy? I'm not carrying my baby across this river. You didn't tell me there'd be a river. And then the husband saying, you know, come on, we have to get through this. There's no other way. At the river, I was mostly switched into civilian mode and was helping people scramble up to the embankment who had trouble. There were a lot of elderly people, a few disabled people, three men in wheelchairs were carried across the river by fellow migrants and some volunteers. So it was it was an interesting point in that sense that, uh, you know, there are these times in, in the reporting process when you have to consider, okay, you know, what what is my chief obligation here? It, uh, to report him, or it, you know, do I need to take a moment to, to do the humanitarian thing that is necessary, right? And in, in this case, it seemed pulling people out of the water was a bit more urgent. And then when, when most of them had gotten across, I did conduct some interviews with, with some of the people who had just done this thing. You know, were predictably rather emotional. A lot of the children were, were quite scared and, and crying, more because I think they saw the fear in the faces of their parents and, and the older people rather than experience of crossing the river itself. More and more people joined the march as it went on, and Macedonian soldiers were quick to appear when the refugees had crossed the border unexpectedly, detaining and fining the journalists that crossed the unmarked border, even though this wasn't deliberate. Shuster explains how the law, in other occasions, can often prevent journalists from doing what they think is the morally right thing to do. It's a constant assessment where you have to really stop and think on many occasions over the past year or so, when I've been reporting the story, it's happened a lot. You know, for example, you'd be on a Greek island. I spent a lot of time on Lesbos, the island where most of the refugee boats arrive in Greece. You would often see refugee families walking the highways because for a time it was illegal for Greek Greeks or taxi drivers, anyone, to give them rides. So they had to walk. If you gave them a ride, you could be accused of human trafficking. So it was a painful experience to, to see these people who, some of which, you know, women with children or elderly people walking the highways and you cannot stop to pick them up and give them a ride. First, because there's just no way that you can help all of them. You you know, you can only fit three people or so in the back of the car and, and there are hundreds of people walking and you would have to essentially stop reporting and drive refugees around all day and all night. And the second point, and I think the, the more important one for journalists is to consider, you know, the law. So another example was with crossing the Macedonian border. Uh, we had the conversation with uh, my Greek colleague who was with me um, as, a, as a fixer and the, the translator. What will we do uh, when we come to the border with Macedonia? And we made a clear decision that we, we cannot cross because that is that is against the law. So you have to kind of stop and make these judgment calls. Similarly, with the example of giving migrants rides, technically, I, I don't know of any cases of anyone actually being arrested for this, but technically it is against the letter of Greek law to give migrants or refugees a ride before they have a certain document registering their arrival uh, and their asylum applications. You know, these these are the kinds of, kinds of calls you make, and it's always um, kind of a humanitarian, I don't know what to call it, temptation to, to stop and help. Uh, in many cases, this happens. And, and I think it's it's usually fine to do that as long as you're not violating any, any kinds of laws, first of all, and uh, as long as it, it doesn't completely take you away from your reporting duties. So it's it's kind of an assessment that you have to make as you go. But regardless of their ability to physically help those around them, 
Journalists like Schuster are of course helping to give the mass of refugees travelling through Europe identities in the media and a platform to get their voices heard. If you've been torn between a human instinct to help that can sometimes interfere with your reporting duties, we'd be really interested to know, so please get in touch with us. For more podcasts from journalism.co.uk, just visit our website. Thank you.